Hello and welcome to tomorrow's Fish and Chip Paper, the podcast that looks back at some of the week's news you may otherwise have missed. My name's Paul and joining me this week as ever is Matthew. Hello Paul. So in the week that the world's been gripped by the Royal Wedding, what's been uh, catching your attention? Um, well there's been um, 12 tonnes of chocolate spilled from the tanker and quickly started to harden um, on a road. Um, nice. Big news. Where? On the A2 motorway. No, no way what country what I'm sure most countries have got an A2 motorway oh, right. in um, Poland yeah, it's a bit too far for us to go and uh, scrape any of them yeah yeah well it would have been brilliant though, wouldn't it if you'd have got there straight on the scene oh, tons Just of a, chocolate yeah. yeah you can see the tanker there that is a dream isn't it yeah you can roll around in it I don't think many people would have rolled around in it the firefighters were obviously there doing a great job of um, course yeah always there just before we carry on though there's no, there's no deaths here is it before we make light of this story, you're not going to tell me that 17 people died. No, no, just the 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 actual driver was pretty badly injured from it, but um, apart from that, everyone else was okay, and everyone else thought it was great. But right. yeah, he he survived. Um, I think he definitely. Yeah, I can't. I think he definitely survived. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. That's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So the firefighters went out there. Um, apparently, there was a nightmare to uh, rub it off the road. Yeah. Obviously. How do you clean chocolate up? What do you do with it? Well, just spray it off. The fight, that's why the firefighters there so they were using probably tankers and tankers of uh, water just high pressure hoses just hosing it off the off the road alright brilliant yeah well it could have been I don't know could have been quite fun just, I don't know I suppose it would have been messy wouldn't it you had to take a change of clothes <laughs> I guess you would yeah you'd have to be prepared for it yeah uh, I didn't, I didn't realise why come chocolates carried on in a tanker what I don't understand that. Is it was it milkshake? <laughs> no, no, just uh, carrying. Why oh, carrying mi- well, well, it was milk chocolate. Oh, so it was. It, was just... uh, well, it does say for the driver of a lorry carrying milk chocolate for unknown reasons. <laughs> for unknown so maybe reasons. they were smuggling it somewhere. <laughs> Stolen it. I don't know because it. Um, maybe the, the reporters obviously just didn't. Oh, actually, the police spokesman. Um, that was just they never asked. Sometimes you, it's like that, isn't it? You do interviews and things, and there's certain, certain things that you'd think, well, oh, not really relevant, but then people will want to know. Yeah, then they realise after they learn. Yeah. Like someone got stabbed in a shop. Oh, which shop was it? Not really relevant yeah. which shop. Well, no, this is more why did the stabbing occur, though, isn't it? Why were they smuggling Nesquik? I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they've got the police out there. Obviously, the police and the firefighters and everyone was out there. Um, it just says at the end that the lorry driver was badly injured and has... Had to be taken to hospital. But, um, right. Well, on a, on a similar theme um, of people having to clean things up off a road. Oh, yeah. Off, off a pavement. Nice. Um, a story local to us here in Brisbane. Um, Neighbours have snapped a photo of their infamous local poo jogger who has been defecating on their paths by night in the Brisbane suburb of Greenslope. <laughs> um, so residents in this street, um, I've been noticing pretty much most mornings they've been waking up to find a, a, a human poo down the uh, other side of the street in their little cul-de-sac. Yeah, right. um, they've counted that I think it's happened at least 30 times in the last year they've found this this poo. Um, so they've, they've they're kind of clubbed together and bought a night vision camera so they could try and find out who who was doing it. Yeah. And they've caught this fellow red-handed. Um, there's a picture of him here. Look. <laughs> it's, oh. it's a picture of a man. Is he even a runner? Is he a runner? Or he's, just a, a... he's a runner, yeah. He's, he goes for a morning jog. Um and at 5.30 in the morning he runs past their houses and then like clockwork he uh, has to drop his pants and do a Paula Radcliffe <laughs> side of the road 
Well, that's not Paula Ragnar. She didn't drop her pants, did she? She just she dropped did. herself, didn't she? Or did she? Oh, well, she just moved her pants to the side, didn't she? But anyway, that's not, oh, the, right. uh, yeah. that's not the point. But, he, um, but there was a flash when the uh, camera went off. There was actually a flash. Um, so it, he obviously quickly stood up. Um, but then he just walked past. Then there was the two people walking down the street. He just stood up and walked past them really calm, really calm and confident. And just said, hello. Just walked past them like nothing happened. Huh. Um, but what I don't understand is like, obviously, he must need to go at this point of his run every t- every morning. Yeah. So job it starts, isn't it? Well, yeah. But if that was you, would you not go on different routes so that you weren't doing it in the same place yeah. every time? And surely you'd make it so you weren't on a residential estate at that time and you needed to do it. Or you could just go before you went. You could just go before you went, yeah, or hold it in. Yeah. Um, but I mean that's a bit wrong, options. isn't it? And. And he can't say it's an accident because obviously he's done it 30 times in the last year there at least. Mm. Um, uh, but the picture of him, what, there was no telling about this picture. That thinks this might be premeditated. Oh, he's got a bog roll with he's him. He's got a bog roll with him. Yeah. So he actually takes a toilet yeah, roll with he's him. Just, he's, um, he's definitely, it's he just part of his routine, happen, yeah. yeah. And he just, like, if you want to, you can just hold it in on it. Because I've had that before. Like, I've done quite long runs and um, I've had to go after... Um, but you know you can hold it in and you get a bit of stomach ache but yeah. it's not that bad but if you yeah. really had the willpower you could just I'm sure you could and if it's that bad I think I'd be giving up running if I, if I couldn't yeah. if I had to have a poo every time and he doesn't seem like run. an Olympic athlete like it would you know surely he seems like he's semi-retired he seems like a, little... a bit of grey hair there's a bit of face I yeah. article but well, why can't he just start running at night or something well he does this is first thing so it does like it's there's not many people around but I just don't understand or just get yeah. a treadmill just do it on your treadmill so you can go to the toilet in your own house it's disgusting yeah. isn't it but yeah they've still not found him they've uh, they've put a poster out of him in, this, right. in this position where is he in Brisbane? Uh, Green Slopes oh that's near me yeah oh, he's, oh actually look at, <laughs> <laughs> look at this picture <laughs> uh, the hair's too grey but certainly in a few years that could be you but yeah brilliant yeah oh there you go so um, you're right I think I'd rather be cleaning up the chocolate than this one but well, uh, yeah, well, talk about petty crime. I've got this one about... Um, and we've touched on this before in a few stories, I think, because you did this. Uh, it's definitely a different story unless the good people at the Daily Mirror have um, ripped off your old news. Um, but, yeah, the, a furious mum wakes up to find her entire back garden stolen. Now, this sounds... When yeah. you read, read the headline, it sounds... We've had these stories before... It sounds amazing that someone in the middle of the night, it must have been a military Steals operation. A to, back garden. Yeah, like a lawn, flowers, <laughs> sheds. You know, it takes you, it can take you days to put it all in. Yeah. And so for someone to actually to a go in there. a complete demo job. Yeah. Not, that, not a demo job, a removal job. But then when you read the, when you read the story, well, one, the grass. It's fake grass, so it's astroturf. So all they had to do is so roll, roll it up. up. Yeah, right. that, that took like, maybe took two minutes. Right. And then they had a, they had some kids' toys on there, like a plastic slide, um, and a few pot plants. So it's not really, it wouldn't have taken, probably would have only taken 10 minutes to, to, to steal it all, because it's really a lazy a lazy oh, job. That's a picture then. Oh, so it is literally just a patch of AstroTurf. Yeah, right? that was there. So when they say the entire, and then the, the, I know we've had ones before where the fences have gone. Is the fence gone? No, the fence is still there. So well, really, I debate this is not the entire back yeah, garden. Yeah, well, the entire back garden really is just the AstroTurf that they've laid down. And the, well, that was about it, really. And it, yeah, as I say, like the, I think the slide's gone. And um, it's the front garden as well, is it? No, it's the back one. 
That's a Sue, Sue Scorer with her eldest son, Aaron, in the front garden. Oh. So it's the front garden as well. Um, I don't know how that says back garden. So back, yeah, back garden stolen, yeah. And the picture's in the front garden. That's very misleading, isn't it? Well, they could have just taken a photo in the front. I don't know. But then she's very unhappy outside. Yeah, that does the look same. Like that. That, to be fair, that is the back garden. That's the back of the house there, isn't it? I think they've just got the caption wrong. Yeah. Anyway, we're nitpicking. They look very angry in the pictures, don't they? Yeah, they're, they're not happy. But, well, actually, saying that, though, it's quite happy for them that the uh, landscaper has come forward and offered to replace all the grass and fix the fence for free. Because I think yeah. they must have yeah. shouldered the fence to get in there. I was going to say, yeah, even more funny is he's got the exact... Exact same uh, astroturf that was stolen yeah. <laughs> in exactly the same quantities. Yeah. Um, but, well, that, it, again, it wouldn't take long, would it, just for him to roll it down? No. Unless you get some real grass. That's just yeah. laziness, isn't it? See, so you can't be real grass because you can't just steal real grass. No. Well, quickly, at least. The police got involved. Police got on yard has been approached for comment. Um, the firefighters involved? No, no, just oh, the well. police this time. Oh, well. They've probably got a chopper around there. Oh yeah, so he he did have a trampoline as well, but that um, they they didn't take that. So really, they really just took the astroturf and uh, a few toys. All right. But yeah, that was a bit of petty crime. What else have you got tonight? Well, I think maybe we need to bring back some harsher punishment in the UK because you know people stealing people's back gardens. It's just not. Um, yeah. We need to take a leaf out of the Nigerian uh, book of punishment. Oh yeah. And the story this week that uh, three people have been arrested in Nigeria for. Um, tying students to crosses and flogging them with horse whips. Oh, God. Um, so the three people that are arrested, including the head teacher. What were they um, studying? Well, it doesn't matter what they're studying. <laughs> they were, essentially, though, these kids were 15 minutes late for school. Bloody hell. Um, and what they did, there was, there's, a photo, there's a photo evidence as well. They, they, at least two young people, one boy and one girl, were tied to a makeshift crucifix with green string and then repeatedly whipped with a horse whip. God. It's absolutely incredible. We've been 15 minutes late. So the officer, the, there's an officer that stumbled across them. Um, officer tried to intervene, asking the school's owner to free the teenagers. When the owner of the school um, refused, the officer decided to take action, only to be forced back. Um, he says, When I tried to untie the pupils, the proprietor and his teachers beat me up. Before I returned from picking handcuffs from my car, they had grabbed a friend who was with me and beaten him up with a horse whip. Um, but the suspects were eventually arrested after backup arrived. Um, the owner uh, and the head teacher and another teacher were arrested and are likely to be charged. <laughs> likely to be charged, even though it's all there's video evidence of it. Look at that. Yeah. It's just the side of the road, tied them to a makeshift cross and whipping them for being 50. That's amazing. Beggar's belief, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, um, but then, just at the bottom of this, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, click onto this next story because it's not Nigeria Newsweek, but um, <laughs> smell nice and dress well in order to impress Russian girls. It also urged them to treat women, women as someone of worth. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible that this material, this official material. It's amazing um, you wouldn't know that. Unless I to get that on paper. Um, Argentine journalist Nacho. Nacho Catulo said he was among the dozens of reporters and football officials attending a free course on Russian language and culture held by the AFA for those travelling to the World Cup in Russia. Um, he tweeted a photo of the chapter in question um, and people have been flabbergasted on the internet. Um, so some more of their there's, there's actually eight sections. Um, and one of the sections gets straight to the point. It says, 
Because Russian women are beautiful, many men just want to sleep with them. Maybe they want to too, but they are also persons and they want to feel important and unique. Don't ask stupid questions about sex. For Russians, sex is something very private and not discussed in public. It also urges Argentine men to start preparing early. <laughs> Russian women like men who take the initiative. If you're not self-confident, then you need to start practicing talking to women now. Um, and to those Argentine men still doubting themselves, it offers this encouragement. Remember that many Russian women don't know much about your country. You're new and different. This is your advantage over Russian men. <laughs> and finally, it urges men to be choosy and to concentrate on the Russian men who they most stand a chance with. Normally, Russian women care about the important things, but of course, you'll also find those who just care about material things, money or whether you're handsome, you name it. But don't worry, there are many beautiful women in Russia, and not all are for you. Be selective. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely incredible. It's amazing who's written that. Absolutely scandalous, isn't it? They made a good point. So what made, you know the podcast we did um, well, last week or a few weeks ago now? You know those laws that came out about um, the brothels and things, what they can, can and can't yeah. say? Yeah. Well, I was talking to a mate about that in the week, and he mentioned the point that that's had to actually go through Parliament, so someone's had to stand up in Parliament. And, and read re- out those words. Yeah, and read it all out. And then they've probably all debated it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. One of them's going like, no, no, not sweet nectar. Yeah, Miss Squirt a lot. Yeah. <laughs> order, order. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be sort of, yeah. I don't know, I suppose that isn't official, but you've yeah, got to think that someone's actually... Yeah, it's been through the top brass. I've had board meetings about this. The board have signed yeah. this off. <laughs> <laughs> Just incredible. Anyway, well, uh, I've got this one here. Um, it's a zoo in trouble after taking Bear out for an ice cream. I think this is a brilliant little story. Um, <laughs> it's a wildlife park. A park is not a park. A... Where's this? China. Got to be China. No, it's in Alberta in Canada. Oh, wow. Um, has been fined after foregoing... Oh, not foregoing, forgetting to tell police they were taking... <laughs> They're bare out for for an ice cream. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, the Discovery Wildlife Park in Alberta, Canada, drove Berkeley, the bear, to a Dairy Queen to get ice cream and shared a video of him being fed through a that's window a proper, by the store's owner. That's a proper bear as well, isn't it? Yeah. When you say a bear, I was assuming you were meaning like, you know, a little, cuddly little miniature thing, like a koala size or something. That's a proper... No, grizzly bear, isn't it? Yeah, That's it's brilliant. Cute. Like the, the obviously the trainers and everything have just said, "Oh yeah, we'll just take him out." And um, <laughs> according to the Canadian press, the zoo's permit requires them to alert authorities before moving animals out of the zoo. So they got fined for it. Um, That's f- under section one, uh, well, twelve subsection three of the Wildlife Act. What about the poor people at the Dairy Queen that open their hatch to their the bear. their drive through, and there's a bloody bear there? <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, we were, um, but they've, they've operated for 28 years, this zoo. This is the first time that we've failed to notify Fish and Wildlife before taking an animal off site. So they've done it loads of times. I was going to say, it's interesting, it's not the first time they've ever taken a bear for ice cream. It's yeah. just the first time they've failed to tell people they're going to do it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Like the, the, the idea that you, you, know, you wouldn't take the <laughs> ice cream to them, you go and take a bear out for ice cream. It's incredible. Yeah, it's such a fun place to work. What are you doing today? I'm going to take the bear out. <laughs> what would you think, though? You're, just, you're in traffic and you just like glance at the car next to you. There's a it's fellow like, there just driving. There's a fucking yeah. six-foot bear sitting next to you. It's like Bora, isn't it? When he's got a bear in the back. <laughs> oh, man. It's brilliant. So, um, yeah, well, they've been done for it. They got fined. Um, 
And then it says the zoo's permit is understood to have been revised to include new requirements for the zoo to ask when transporting an animal and to keep them in, in a cage, crate or kennel during the trip instead of just having them in the front seat. <laughs> Oh, that's incredible. Uh, members of the public are also not allowed to have any contact with animals, including bears. Members of the public aren't allowed contact with animals. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the bear story. Um, right. What else have you got on that? Uh, well, I'll go just drop down into uh, into America, because we're in Canada there, in, into mm-hmm. New York. Um, and a New York chef um, has basically invented the Yorkshire pudding. No, he hasn't. Exactly. So this is actually falls off hot on the heels. A few months ago on the podcast, you might remember we had a story that in America, there was this huge revolution a few months ago that uh, that invented the sausage roll. Oh, An yeah. American chef had invented basically a sausage in puff pastry, wrapped in puff pastry, and it was going crazy across the country because they thought they invented this new dish. When obviously it was pointed out that most of the rest of the world have been eating sausage rolls for hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, they've now, yeah, they've now topped that by inventing the Yorkshire pudding. Um, this. <laughs> What's it called then? Because obviously it can't be called the Yorkshire pudding. Um, they've not got a name for it yet. Oh no, they've they've, they've dubbed it the Dutch baby. Um, what? It says in, the, it's been invented in America. It's been invented, yeah. And they've said uh, this large fluffy pancake is excellent for breakfast, brunch, lunch, and dessert any time of the year. And it's just a big Yorkshire pudding. Um, obviously, um, Twitter's in absolute pandemonium, particularly uh, in yeah. Yorkshire. Yorkshire, obviously, a very proud, proud area. Um, well, they've got Yorkshire tea on there. We've well, touched on that before. Very proud, aren't they? About anything Yorkshire, they, you know, the Yorkshire tea that's made in uh, Africa like. and in China, but yeah, yeah. Well, and now the Yorkshire puddings that are made in America. This is some of the reaction, and I think I think it's only fair that these are read in a Yorkshire accent as well. Fluffy pancake is a Yorkshire pudding. Don't even think of calling it anything else, especially in Yorkshire. I'm spitting feathers right now. Um, oh, another person labelled the Yorkshire pudding a thing of beauty. Well, that looks actually um, not quite And more nice. than 1,500 likes um, for a thing called a thing of beauty. Yeah. 1,500 likes, that's more than we ever get. We need to wade into the debate on this. Yeah. We get more social media traction. Should have just done a, done a Yorkshire pudding and put it should out there. Look at that. That's an impressive that's one, nice actually. One, yeah. This is not a dessert. This is a thing of beauty that should be filled with beef and vegetables or sausage and mash. It's oh, a Yorkshire yeah. pudding. Essentially, it's best, though, isn't it, when you do it? Like, when you create a bowl from your... You know, essentially, it's a bowl, and then you eat round. You eat the bowl after eating the. I always remember having those in England. Oh yeah, I used to love that. Yeah. Oh, just full of mashed potatoes, sausages, oh, yeah. and. Oh, you can't beat it in a nice cold day, which is yeah, eleven mush- months of the year there. Mushy peas. Um, the official York Tourism Board have actually written a letter to the New York Times, <laughs> explaining the background to the Yorkshire pudding, um, because they claim the Yorkshire pudding is actually older than America. The Yorkshire pudding was invented in 1747. America wasn't found until 1776, so it's actually 29 years older than the country. That's amazing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. look at that! That's the same uh, sweet one. Oh, that looks nice as well, doesn't it? Isn't that Nigella Lawson? Yeah, that Nigella's got in on it as well. Oh, she'd do anything for fame, wouldn't she? Yeah, she's uh, she's because she's been hammered on Twitter. She's had to come out and uh, defend her role in it. All right. Um, saying that she's distancing herself from it. Well, just, yeah, uh, controversial. Just, yeah, she's put you know, a statement out saying that she um, she didn't create this. Um, many cultures have batter puddings. I um, I liken it to a Yorkshire pudding by way of, by way of illustration only. Oh, yeah, nice. So, well, talking of uh, un- unhealthy foods, mm. uh, got this one. Um, man has eaten thirty thousand Big Macs, breaks world record. So, world record for what? 
for eating Big Macs. But there must be someone who's eating 29,999 because he's kind of got to his 30,000 and then he's, he's well, just broke the record. Well, yeah, but he doesn't say that. Maybe the previous record was five because who the fuck is going to eat <laughs> yeah. 29,000 Big Macs? Well, that means he must be breaking the record every day because he's just eating more and more, well, isn't he? I it? guess it's, it's ongoing, isn't it? Is it record, yeah. A whiz constant man has yeah. eaten 30,000 Big Macs from McDonald's uh, he has the receipts to prove it. So he's got 30,000 receipts. Surely he just... God. That's... Is that him in the picture? Yeah. Oh, my God. He looks like a woman. Everyone is... Yeah, well, in 2003, which is obviously 15 years ago, um, and then the generous requested that he had a cholesterol... Well, his cholesterol be checked. <laughs> I like well under generous is waiting in on Yeah. It. So he was what? 140, which is normal. So, But that was in 2003. So what yeah. number was he on in... Well, he's on 30,000 now. What was he on? Well, he's been doing it for 46 years, so what's that? So he's got 30,000. Right. So what's that? What's 30,000 divided by well, 46? He's, well, he's basically in 10,000 every 15 years, isn't he? So I do have get a calculator on So it's about, so he would have been on about 20,000, wouldn't he? Eight, nine, 18, about 20,000 Big Macs, so I reckon. 13, 1, 2, 3, divided by how many? 46 years. 46 years. So he eats 652 a year. Yeah. That's more than one a day, isn't it? Yeah, so in so what that fifteen years ago, so that's fifteen years ago. That's thirty one years of eating Big Macs. Times fifteen, so fifteen years ago. Oh, it was almost ten thousand then, so yeah. It was about twenty thousand mark at that point then. Yeah. I think it's what I was at the start, I see. Yeah. I worked <laughs> well, out quicker than the calculator. But anyway. Well done. Yeah. Uh but anyway, uh yeah, so he's he just said it's it's uh something that's just as so good, it's just like a chocolate. I couldn't get enough of it at first, but still it's my favourite sandwich. But the thing is, he says it's his favourite sandwich, but I don't think he's been eating anything else. He's just eating Big Macs all the time. Well, he's so he's can... averaging 1.7 Big Macs a day. Yeah. That's disgusting. So he's, he... so he's doing it out to just enjoying them, then. Not, he's not trying it's... to beat a record. I think it's laziness, isn't it? I think it's just eat convenient for him to just go to McDonald's and have a Big Mac. He's not fat, though, is he, though? He's right, you know, he's normal yeah. cholesterol. He's not fat. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, you'd have to look at the rest of his lifestyle, wouldn't you, and his diet. Like, he could be having... Have a cheeky Big Mac and then he goes home and has chicken and veg or something. Yeah, or does loads of exercise all day. Yeah, and, and he's running on his bike and stuff. Or doesn't look the type though. To be fair, I mean he's not fat, but he doesn't look. Uh, well, well, he's, he's got, got long he's hair. got long hair down to his down to his backside, doesn't he? He's not even wearing shoes. Thongs on. Yeah. How old is he? Sixty. He's looking good for sixty. Though. Sixty-four. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe Big Macs keep you young. Maybe. He looks well, like, I read he looks something. Like a Thirty-five-year-old woman, doesn't he? Yeah. Who is it? Um... There was a celebrity in the week who it came out that she's been, I mean, um, like, she made some sort of cream out of penis, and they, they, she's rubbing that on her face. Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. Like, she's having like I mean, a foreskin cream. Yeah, on her face. Does she? Apparently, that's the. She, she's not a fan of the penis, is she? Apparently. <laughs> that's what you told me years ago. <laughs> what? I thought she went through a phase. Oh, did she? All right. All right. Um, that's, how the hell did you link penis cream to. Big Macs. Well, just the agent. Oh, it's thing. debatable which one would be nicer. Yeah. Well, have you got anything else, Knight? I've got one more. Oh, I've got a few more quick ones. Oh, you uh, one. Man accused of driving lawnmower drunk, cutting someone else's grass. What a champion he was. Uh, Is that a bad thing? Would you complain yeah, of some moji grass? His, his blood alcohol level was 0.189, which. Is that a lot? Yeah, well, anything over. The legal limit for intoxication is, is 0.08, so it's. Over two times the limit of the 
Is that illegal know, that on your own property? Oh, I guess he wasn't on his own property. No, he was, he was going around cutting other people's grass. Oh, which he just is went not, rogue. Yeah, he went rogue and just drove, drove and started. Well, I suppose it'd be a bit annoying though, wouldn't it, if he's just gone straight through it and didn't do a proper job. Like yeah, you want, you want to get him circles back. circles and stuff because you want the nice lines, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you want the nice lines and then you want him to go around the do the edges and oh, everything. Yeah. So that okay. would have been a bit annoying. Get his hoe out. Yeah, so um, he didn't do that and he just caused a disturbance and um, he's actually awaiting trial for the first arrest. He's taken to the yeah, Johnson County Jail on Saturday. <laughs> so Johnson County. Yeah, so he's gone to prison for it. So that's a little petty crime. I don't know. Then obviously that guy wasn't happy. We've got another quick one about a leisure centre closes swimming pool after all the water disappears overnight. They didn't know. Why does it disappear to? Well, they got the firefighters in again. Of course, as you do, and you're looking for 400 gallons of water. Uh, Yeah, they said the the spokesman from the parish wharf leisure centre, uh, which is run by Places for People for. North Somerset Council said the pool had to close due to technical issue in the plant room where a fault with the waste valve resulted in the main pool being drained <laughs> Basically, off water overnight. Plug in, Someone pulled the plug out. Yeah, they probably yeah they pulled the plug out. Just imagine how much water that is though. That is ridiculous. Shit, yeah, it's currently being investigated, and we're working hard to introduce fresh water into the pool as soon as practical. Well, it can't be that hard, can it? All you've got to yeah, do is just, just find turn the tap on. Half a million liters though. Where do you find half a million litres of water overnight? Well, in the system, there must be. That's a lot of water. How long would it take you to fill a... Oh, a long time. My, my dad's pond used to take hours. Yeah, I mean, we filled our pool up just before Christmas when we had that bit of a drought. And I had the hosepipe in the pool, full blast for about four hours. And oh, it probably right. topped it up by an inch. Cost a bloody fortune as well when we had the uh, water bill. Well, they've probably got professional... Pumps going in there as well, aren't they? I don't know. I think they truck it in, don't they? That's the cheapest way to do it. You bring uh, tanks in, yeah. tankers in. Yeah, so hopefully going to be open uh, early in the week. But I suppose the, as a employee of that, that's brilliant, isn't it? Because that's the only thing, well, one of the main things that could go wrong if you yeah, sort of work as a lifeguard at a pool and there's no water in a pool, boom. Depends if you're on a zero hours contract, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Worry, you it, what else do you do? I suppose you can get people running, I don't know. Well, I didn't see that side. Oh, I'm sure they're on a contract, aren't they? Uh, you know when it starts filling up? I wonder if it's like running a bath. You know when there's like your, your bathroom and it takes bloody ages and you just want to get in? Yeah. And you end up getting in when it's kind of half full and you just get in anyway and just wait for it to fill up. I wonder if like punters will be in there while it's filling up. Probably. They'll, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's um, that was a quick one. All right. It doesn't um, happen often. And I've I'll, got... I'll well, I've got one. one to end on, but you can do I'll yours. I'll do my last one. Yeah, you can end on yours, I'm sure you'll end on some absolute gold for us, as usual. Yeah. Um, a Japanese rail company has apologised after a train left a station 25 seconds early. The second case in such... in The second time in two months this has happened. Yeah, I heard about this earlier in the year. Well, we did this earlier in the year on the podcast. Oh, did so we? I think the last one was 17 seconds early or something, and there was an uproar, but this is you know, 25 seconds now. It's the second time this year. Mm. Um the operator said the uh, great inconvenience we placed upon our customers was truly inexcusable. Um, what well, is that, isn't it? That's absolutely incredible. According to Japan Today, um, the train conductor thought his train was scheduled to leave Natagawa Station at 7.11 instead of the actual scheduled time of 7.12 on Friday. After closing the doors to the commuter train one minute early, he realised his mistake and still could have averted the looming embarrassment. But as he couldn't spot any waiting passages on the platform, he decided to go ahead and let it leave early, running out of the station 25 seconds ahead of time. 
Japanese trains have a reputation for extreme punctuality, and it turned out there were indeed still some people hoping to get on board. Uh, left on the platform, they complained to the rail operator, and an official apology was issued shortly afterwards. Have you been to Japan, Paul? Uh, no, I haven't. Apparently they love navy over there. They love what? Navy. That's one of the, the things. Colour. They've got brilliant toilets. Right. And they love navy. Like, everyone wears navy suits. Everyone, literally everyone's got... Na- right. You go out in the day. Got, got a navy suit. I'll fit in all right. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they've got really really technical toilets as well. Like yeah, I know they're famous for the toilets, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're like really next level. Like mm. It does everything for you. Warms the seat when you sit down. Yeah, it's got a hairdryer on it, stuff and everything. It's yeah. Like it's a full B-day, full operation, isn't it's it? It's got everything, Don't have yeah. to touch anything. It's, it's all hands-free. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, it's apparently just ne- yeah, just next level. Smart people, the Japanese, aren't they? Well, yeah. Well, they don't like they're, they're like a prompt train. Uh, well, talking of uh, well, you said gold. Well, there is <laughs> we a. Um, Do we need a drum roll? Oh well, it talks. It's a story about carrots, which gold, you know, sort of linked there. Is it? Oh, yeah. Carrots and gold linked. We have it. Apart from El- well, gold's, El- gold's, measured, and, gold's measured in carrots. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to nail my foot and. Bugs Bunny route because obviously Alma Flood was trying to get his gold and uh, oh, right. no no just the uh, just the measurement of, right. of the carrot there no, that's quite good I'll give you that yeah thanks yeah. well apparently tourists have been feeding carrots to kangaroos who become aggressive at the sight of their favourite sugary snack a tour operator said so it's been kicking off because they've what, it's in a hospital a psychiatric hospital they've um it's been become well known <laughs> for tourists to go there and look at all these kangaroos, um, seeking a selfie with an Australian symbol that graces the country, but um, or country's arms. But yeah, it's just all been kicking off because now randomly someone's been. It's got around that then take a carrot with you, which is the worst thing for a kangaroo because they just eat grass. Really, right? It's a bit like cats. You know, when you feed a cat milk and you're not supposed to feed it milk because it gives it a stomach ache. Right, but. But they love it. Well, they'll drink it, but but then after you give it to them, then yeah, they get stomachache and they get really grumpy and that. So you don't really you shouldn't give it to them. So what? So kangaroos aren't supposed to eat this, but no, because actually, see what's come out here that it, it, um, a kangaroo's health natural diet is mostly grass. So the sugar in carrots can make it hard to effectively absorb nutrients and lead to a slow and painful death. Oh, so that's another one of your dark stories, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it's pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah, that that that. Um, well, they don't know what to do. Obviously, you know, the a politicians got involved, so obviously they're going to, you know, they've got all the ideas. Um, Greg Piper said the kangaroos were likely to remain the region's major draw for atten- international tourists, and it was too late to do anything about it. So, you know, one of the things that someone said, well, why don't you just get rid of the kangaroos? But it's not really the kangaroos' fault. It's the... No, it's the that people. is usually the Australian way, though, isn't it? Yeah. Just kill, kill the nature. Yeah, like sharks. Yeah, the kill kind of, a few sharks. Yeah, just, just kill them. Um, yeah. Where does this link to the... to the? Did you say it's in a psychiatric hospital or something? Yeah, well, that's where What's it is. What's this got to do with it? Because that, it's, there's a... Um, it, is this actually happening, or are these just the psycho patients no, imagining no, all this is happening? Yeah, it's... Um, so the... The, each week, thousands of people flock to see the kangaroos on a grassy slopes, on grassy slopes near a psychiatric hospital, enticed by travel blogs promising adorable wildlife kangaroos. This to me sounds wildlife a bit like kangaroos. Uh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Oh, that, that Deva- DiCaprio, DiCaprio, film. DiCaprio film. Yeah. That sounds very much like that. But it says that they're tame enough to get close to and take photos with. But obviously. But then for some reason, start being... They probably lure you in. They probably like look all friendly. And you go yeah. in for a selfie, 
And then they beat you up when you go on clothes, take your carrots off you. Yeah. I don't know why everyone's got carrots, are they? Where are people all getting these carrots from? <laughs> I was a bit worried that how much sugar there appears to be in carrots. I always assumed carrots were a healthy snack. Yeah. Thought they're, they're oh, well, they're sugar. not that bad. Like you, I, I wouldn't have thought there's that much sugar in them. I'm on my uh, eating like an eating regime, and it's training for a marathon, and sometimes I treat myself with a carrot. But if even that's too bad for me, then... I think it'd be all right, aren't it? I think. It's only half marathon as well, isn't it? Well, no, because I'm doing a full one in oh, yeah. 12 weeks. You're doing a full marathon in 12, 12 weeks? 12 weeks, yeah. Now I can't even eat carrots to prepare for it. Bloody hell. Get on the grass, aren't I? Yeah, God. Uh, well, no, I think you'd be all right with carrots. Any veggies are all right. Um, I actually probably should be eating the kangaroo, shouldn't I? That is it's actually a good... That's probably a much better thing for me. It's a good meat, actually. Yeah. High in iron. It's really good. Particularly ones that are already stuffed with carrots as well. Well, you, then you get the best of both, don't you? Exactly. Yeah. All right, is that, is, for the, is that us for this week? That would be it, yeah. All right, uh, thank you everyone again for uh, listening and downloading. Should we, should we mention the merch? Um, oh, we've got some exciting news coming up, haven't we? Maybe we'll uh, leave that as a, as a uh, yeah. cliffhanger for next week. Yeah, just to maybe releasing some merchandise for our listeners. Yeah, the new, the new store will be online soon. Yeah. Um, so keep tabs out for that keep in touch at Fishy Podcast on Twitter um, leave us your comments and your feedback get in touch um, otherwise we'll speak to you again next week cheers <laughs>